0: Good morning, everyone, and welcome to 2017 and the kingdom of God and what God is up to. And um, I pray that we all have the eyes of um, the kingdom to see what God is doing this year. I pray that our hearts would be filled with courage to follow what we see God doing. And I pray that our lives would be filled with joy having at the end of this next 12 months come to a place of such incredible partnership with God in the day-to-day stuff of living life with Jesus as King. So um, this morning I want to take just a few moments to share some thoughts as we close off 2016 and commence 2017. So Holy Spirit, I pray that you just give us the capacity to hear what you're saying this morning, that we might um, be the disciples of Jesus that we've been saved to be. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. I want to start this year like... By saying to you and sharing with you that to be kingdom people is to be church people. And kingdom people, church people are people of prayer. Are people of prayer. Uh, One of the greatest privileges that we all have as being disciples of Jesus is to be able to pray. To pray with people. And to pray for people. Um, It's an incredible reality when we can sit or or talk with someone and then invite them through prayer to engage with the, the love of God that's reaching towards them in that moment, those generous arms of God as he's reaching towards them. It was only just yesterday morning, Nicole and I We spent some time um, after our morning walk or run. Yesterday we ran, actually. Um, And we got home and we talked a few things together about some of the harder things that we journeyed through in 2016. And we found ourselves a little bit open and a little bit raw with each other, a little bit emotional. Uh, There was some joy. There was some... um, anxiety there was hopes there was a bit of sadness as well and grief but all of that was just coming into the context of our conversation together which was absolutely fantastic that's the way we love to do life together but it was into that context that some of the harder stuff became a little more sort of pronounced in our conversation and we were able to identify in each other where some of the harder challenges we'd walked through in the last 12 months had left us, you know, feeling a little bruised, a little beat up. But in the context of that, we were also finding ourselves fighting off the voice of cynicism and the hardening of the heart. Fighting away cynicism and the hardening of the heart. And so we just sat there. And we held hands and we closed our eyes and we asked Jesus to come and meet with us. And as we did that, Jesus very quickly began to reveal himself to us with pictures and words of encouragement as well as just that physical inbreaking of the presence of the living God as we just sat there and said, Jesus, we're looking for you and we're asking that you might come to us. And he did. And it was an amazing time of love and friendship and healing and restoration and hope. As surely as day follows night, Jesus loves to come when we reach for him. And this is what prayer is like. Prayer is powerful communion, fellowship and conversation with God. And it's fundamental to our life as a disciple of Jesus. Some people say, I'm not a really good prayer. A lot of people, we hide behind that. Oh, I'm no good at praying. Well, if you can talk, that's about all you need to do. And sometimes, if you don't even feel like you've got words, just turn up. Just turn up. You don't have to say a thing. You can sit in silence and Jesus will still come and fellowship with you in his, in his kindness. I want to talk this morning just a little bit about prayer. Often we only approach prayer when we, feel we need something done or we need God to act or we need to, or, or, or life's tough. And so prayer for, for us is often this thing where we, we talk at God. We talk at God. Hey, listen, God, you need to do this for me, or you need to do this for us, or you need to do that. And we often lose the art of relationship, which actually includes talking with God, where one speaks and the other listens, and then the other speaks and the other has opportunity to listen as well. It is prayer is simply a communication between our heart and God's. I tried to, you know, just put it in simple terms here this morning. It's the primary way of a believer in Jesus to communicate their emotions and their hopes with God and to fellowship with him. Very simple stuff. I love C.S. Lewis. He said this. He said, I pray because I cannot help myself. I wonder if he was saying that from two perspectives of like, I can't help myself because I've found God and I want to commune with him but also from the perspective of without Jesus' help, I, I, I'm no good. I need Jesus' help to help me get through life. I pray because I cannot help myself. I pray because I'm helpless. I pray because the need flows out of me all the time, waking and sleeping. It doesn't change God. It changes me. Before I move into this conversation about prayer this morning much more, I just wanted to say, on behalf of Nicole and I, thanks for an amazing 2016. We have had an incredible year together. And I would want to um, point out um, just a few things about what we love about our life here together at the Vineyard at Pine Rivers. There's a great uh, book written by this guy called Joseph Hellerman, and it's called um, When the Church Was a Family recapturing the vision of Jesus, uh, recapturing Jesus's vision of the church. And Hellermann does this great big theological treatise and he boils down what is the church or the life of God in a church? What is the life of God in a church? And he boils it down biblically to four things. And he puts it like this, and I love it because it's really earthy and simple. He says... Based out of Acts 2 and Acts 4, he says, the life of God in the church is where we share our stuff together. Don't you love that language? We just share our stuff. Well, what stuff have you got? Well, I've got, I've got some stuff that might help you because I see you don't have that stuff. Everything from money, time, relationship and resource. We share our stuff with each other. The material things, the physical things. We share our hearts together. We stay and embrace uh, the pain and we grow up with one another. We grow up with one another. Family becomes not about me, the wife and the kids. It's about the people of God in this world. Hellerman says this is what the life of God looks like when you look at the kingdom people in, in the Bible. And I want to say thanks, Vineyard Pine Rivers, because I've seen a lot of the life of God, as Hellerman would describe it, in 2016. I have seen copious amounts of people sharing their stuff with each other, everything from taking the time to, you know, cook a meal, to make a phone call, to send an SMS, to hey, I notice you, you you're struggling with financial situations. Here's a twenty, or just you've just shared your stuff. You've shared your time. You've shared yourselves. Well done. It's the, that's the life of God flowing through a group of people on the earth. You've shared your hearts with each other. You've opened yourselves up. You've said, this is where I'm doing well. This is where I'm doing it tough. And you've risked opening your hearts to one another. I want to say, well done, church. Hellermann would describe that is the life of God flowing through a community of people. We stay and embrace the pain and we grow up with one another. Hey, good on you. For all of this just the moments of conflict that rose among each other here and you chose to walk it through with each other, well done. That is the way of the kingdom. That is the evidences of Jesus and his life where you stick it out and you work it through and we grow up together well done. That's what the life of God looks like. It's messy, it's real, but it's fruitful. And family becomes not about me, the wife, and the kids. It becomes about how God is building a people in this world for his glory. And so Vineyard Pine Rivers, I want to say and make a confession that there is the life of God flowing in abundance through this place. Now, let me talk quickly about the four prayers for 2017. Here's the first one. If you read Matthew 6, it's the, 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 um, where Jesus teaches his disciples to pray. It's where Jesus gives them the highest esteem, which is to be in prayer for uh, his kingdom to come. The highest um, encouragement of Jesus is that we ask for his rule and reign. His right to be the king, to break in. This year, at the start of this year, make that our, let's make this our highest encouragement in terms of our life of prayer together. We are going to pray the prayer that Jesus said, hey, when you pray, pray like this. Like all year, all the time, first prayer, First things first, in all circumstances, your kingdom come, Lord. Jesus, your rule and reign break in here. Jesus, come and be the rightful king that you are in this situation of prosperity or this situation of great poverty and need. Come and be the king. Show yourself as good. Let's be the people that pray what Jesus said, pray this way. Pray that this dynamic rule of God would come and land on people's lives and set them free. Pray that his reign would come and liberate everyone that's caught in sin and sickness with forgiveness and healing. Let's pray that his reign would break in where, where some of us and those that we live among and work among are racked with guilt and shame and addiction and hopelessness. Let's be the people that step into all of those situations this year as the people of prayer, the people that say, hey, King Jesus, come and reign right here. Let your kingdom come. Let your will be done right here, right now, we pray. Let's be the people who pray the kingdom prayer, where we're actively partnering with Jesus in what he asked us to pray. And in fact, that he himself is now praying as he's seated beside the Father, that all people, all things, all circumstances would be returned unto God and that through that act of prayer of Jesus' name, that all glory and all life would be returned unto God. In 2017, let's pray at all times in all ways for the King to be the king. It's a, that's the first prayer. That's our prayer this year. We're going to pray for the kingdom to come. The second thing I want to encourage us, I felt like the Holy Spirit was talking to me about was when we pray, let's pray with confidence and boldness. You know, and I do want to use the illustration of family. And I do want to use the illustration of children before their parents because my children have absolutely no issue with coming to me and asking me for the outrageous thing that's on their mind or their heart in the moment. Oh dad, I've got to have this and I've got to have it now. I've got to have it now. I can't wait anymore. Whatever the Article is, or you may even have moments or memories yourself of going before your parents and saying, Mum, Dad, got to have one of these, and I need it yesterday. As if Mum and Dad could fix it for you right then and there. Oh, yeah, let me just reach into the pocket and pull a 50, like I got that hanging around, you know? (laughs) But they don't know that. That's not their issue. They just know that they're coming to their parent to say, Hey, I have need and you, you're the one that can answer that need for me. And they with confidence come. And not just with confidence but with boldness they come as well. And they make their requests known. This year as 2017 unfolds, let's be a people who come with confidence before our Father in Christ Jesus Let's come with boldness before Him. Let's Him. Let's ask of Him the outrageously um, immediate need that is on our heart and radar. Let's ask for His kingdom to come. But let's do it with boldness. You know where there where there is um, broken limbs, Father, we need that healed. Where there is bitter hearts, Father. We need that heart healed where there is unemployment. Father, we need employment. But come boldly. Come boldly and confidently before your father and ask in 2017. The father invites us to come before him this year and ask anything in his name. Don't you put restrictions on the anything. Let the anything be determined and shaped by the purposes and the plans in the heart of God. Let the anything be determined by his love, his cause, his glory, his fame. God won't reject you when you make requests. He may often answer that request in a way that you didn't expect, but nonetheless ask and ask with boldness. Ephesians 3:10 says. It was his intent that now through the church, that is the community of Jesus' people living under the rule and reign of King Jesus, that the manifold wisdom of God would be made known to the rulers and the authorities in the heavenly realms according to his eternal purposes, which he accomplished through Christ Jesus. In him and through him, through faith in him, we may approach God, I love these words from Paul, with freedom And confidence. Approach God with freedom and confidence. Matthew 7, 7 to 8, Jesus says, Ask and it will be given. Seek and you will find. Knock and the door will be opened. For everyone who asks receives, and he who seeks finds, and to him who knocks, the door will be opened. And even in the early church, in Acts 4, after Peter has just come out of prison and he's gathered with the fellowship of believers, after being in prison, And here's their prayer as they're about to, Peter and the disciples are all about to be sent out into their community. Here's their prayer. Now, Lord, consider the threats that are around us and enable us to speak your word with great boldness. Stretch out your hand, heal and perform many great signs and wonders through the name of your holy servant, Jesus. Even in the context of difficulty. Pray big, pray bold. Here's a good one. The Scriptures encourage us to pray for each other, not pray on each other. Okay? This year, pray for each other. Don't pray on each other. James 5 says, Therefore confess your sin to each other and pray for each other so that you would be healed. Intercede pray for each other. You may be saying, I don't know what to pray. I don't know what to pray for them. That's okay. You've been filled with the Holy Spirit. Romans 8.27 says, we do not know what we ought to pray, but the Spirit does. He himself intercedes for us with groans that words cannot express. And he who searches our hearts knows the mind of the Spirit, because the Spirit intercedes for the saints, for the people of the kingdom for the community of Jesus in accordance with God's will. So lean into the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, inform my emotions. Holy Spirit, give me a picture. Holy Spirit, release in me the gift of tongues. Holy Spirit, help me connect with what Jesus is praying right now for my friend, for my for my kingdom family, for the stranger among us. But let's not be a people who pray on each other. Let's let's give away praying on each other with expectations as if we can solve each other's cares when really Jesus says, no, cast your cares on me because I care for you. Let's help each other cast our cares onto Jesus this year. Give away seeking to have control over people. Give away when our personal circumstances are tough, give away the need to have control. Let's, let's, let's not be a people who make others pay when our own unhappiness or our own unwillingness to deal with our brokenness or our harmful ways wants to be Lord. Let, let's, let's not pray on each other. No, we, and this, this is a big one, let's be a people who love the church and speak well of the body of Christ. Let's not be a people who make the church the scapegoat for our pain. Let's not label the church, because the church, the ecclesia, the gathering of the ones that God has called out of the world to reflect his kindness, his kingdom, and his power to to the world, let's, let's um, continue to choose to allow that very set of, of relationships to be the redemptive vehicle for our life and for the world. Let's love the church. And let's, let's make, make a, it like a, like a decision with, with the help of the Holy Spirit to not choose isolation as a valid means of finding healing. But rather, let's choose to be for each other, with each other. We pray for each other, not on each other. We pray for the people of the kingdom, for the people of the community of Jesus. We pray, we're a people of prayer. So pray for each other, not pray, P-R-E-Y, on each other. How about this one? And this is the last one. This year, let's pray for forgiveness and then let's pray to forgive. We are prone to bitterness, jealousy, and anger as human beings. Have you ever noticed that? (laughs) We're prone to this. But to remain free from sin and alive to God, let's ask for forgiveness. Let's ask for it often. And let's ask that with the help of the Holy Spirit, we would continue to choose to forgive each other. People continually hurt. People continually offend each other. People continually judge each other. And even when we're doing all of this, God invites us instead to be like Jesus, who himself hung on the cross and said, Father, forgive them. They don't know what they're doing. Forgiveness is the posture of the disciple of Jesus. When we make our unforgiveness bigger then the call of Jesus hanging on the cross, we we make ourselves Lord and rob Jesus of the humility and the glory and the courage of his death that we might know freedom in all its fullness to be able to live without bitterness, without bitterness, but rather in freedom we forgive. C.S. Lewis said it like this, To be a Christian means to forgive the inexcusable because God has forgiven the inexcusable in you. Isn't that a good one? That's a really good one. I think I'm going to put that one on my whiteboard (laughs) this year. Being Christian means to forgive the inexcusable because God has forgiven the inexcusable in you. So as we start 2017 and begin to look for the heart of God and all that he's going to do and all that he's going to bring, he said, you know, he's, he stirred me over the last couple of days to say, be a people of prayer. Please be a people of prayer this year. Let's partner with God for his kingdom to come. Let's partner with God with confidence and boldness. Let's pr- be the people that pray for each other, not pray on each other. And let's be the people who pray for forgiveness and pray for the grace to forgive. The kingdom of God, the people of Jesus. Let's um let's just let's pray and and um just ask the Holy Spirit just to do a work in us before we finish here. Father God, we thank you for all that you're doing here this morning. As we as we you know, with a sense of anticipation and excitement look towards you, God for all that you're wanting to bring to our life this year as individuals and as the church, as the community of Jesus. We say thank you for in advance, Lord, for all that is to come. Holy Spirit, Birthing us the life and the gift of prayer this year. Holy Spirit, teach us to pray. And I pray, God, the blessing of an increased life of prayer. Because what I'm praying, Lord, is an increase in the life of fellowship, communion, and partnership with God. I pray that as a blessing over everyone in the name of Jesus. And in closing, I pray the words... Can, actually, can we can we do this together? If you've got a Bible with you or you've got your phone app, I haven't got it written down on the big screen this morning, but if you've got your Bible with you or you've got your phone app, could you open it to to Matthew chapter 6? And we're going to just finish by reading together the Lord's Prayer. The Lord's Prayer. So Matthew chapter 6 verse 9. Matthew chapter 6 verse 9. And let's just, whatever version you got, that's fine. But read it out nice and loud, okay? Matthew 6, verse 9. This then, Jesus said, is how you should pray. Okay, let's go. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today our daily bread, forgive us our debts as we have forgiven our debtors and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. Bless your people this year, Jesus, with an incredible life of prayer. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Hey, God bless you, church. Have a a great 2017 in the kingdom of God.